The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out ProfessionalCasual.com. Welcome to the Comic Book Rundown. You have, a, you have a good Thanksgiving? I know by the time everybody's listening to this, it is the new year, but uh, you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. Um, I probably ate way too much Thursday Nor- yeah. and Friday, and maybe a little bit yesterday. <laughs> and then Charity's coming over later today, and we're going to make a soup out of uh, some of the remaining stuff. The leftovers? So, yep. Yeah. Very nice. But uh, Very it's, nice. It's, it was good. It's been a... It's been a very busy weekend. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I I mean I haven't done a ton um, outside of the house. You know it's it's Black Friday weekend. I try to not go to the stores. Avoid, if I can avoid it at it. all costs. Yeah. Um, but I have to do a lot of organizing here in the basement. Um, so I don't think I I think I told you this. Our sump pump went out. Well, no, no, it didn't go out. It um. The pipes froze. Did I tell you this? No. Okay, so uh, I think I was going to tell you on the recording with uh, Ultimate Avengers and then just never did. So <laughs> our the sump pump pipe that goes outside, uh-huh. it, uh, it froze at the end. And so our sump pump was working overtime. Eventually, it popped the um, pipe off of it. Oh, and so no. water was shooting everywhere out of the sump pump. And I, thankfully, I was down here working on something. Uh, I think actually I was watching Walking Dead for or a walk through the multiverse because I, yeah. I covered that on there. And I'm sitting here watching it, and all of a sudden I hear this spurt of water, and I rush in there. It's just like geysering out, and I'm I, I get it figured out. It took me six hours. Damn. Because I just thought that the pipes stopped latching, like everything just came undone emily brought up the idea of maybe the pipes froze outside because at the time it was like 23 degrees out it was freaking freezing yeah um sure enough that's what happened it, it froze out there uh ended up having to get a whole new I, I went and got a whole new sump pump and pipes that actually like uh, the fittings that actually sat better we had we had the setup from when it flooded last time yeah. Where the sump pump itself was like sitting on a rock or something. Yeah. And then the pipes were sitting on like a brick because it didn't go down far enough. I fixed all that. And then <laughs> um, I, I actually wrapped up the pipe over there uh, outside to keep it warm, to keep it from freezing. But that, um, because our storage area is so congested, mm-hmm. especially this time of year. Yeah. I know, like I said... Everybody listen to this is in January, but this is after Thanksgiving or just before Thanksgiving when all, the all Christmas of the stuff is... Christmas stuff started to come out. 
and yeah. totes are everywhere. So I have to like throw everything aside to get to the sump pump. And I'm like, nope, fuck, screw this. I can't do this anymore. So after we're done recording, I'm going to go build a, uh, a little like shelf rack thing to stack everything better and get a little more organized there. And then from there, I could get my, my area here in the basement organized. That's been my weekend. That's, and then, yeah. So fun times. Yeah. Sounds like fun, fun time. Adult, you know, adulting and homeowning. It's, it's so great. It's such a wonderful, wonderful experience. I really wish they would have told us so much about this stuff in school instead of, you know. Why? You need to learn how A plus squared plus B squared equals C squared because that means something. Yep. Yep. Anyway. So, today, guys, we are jumping back into some Superman comics. Um, We are continuing on with the Superman Man of Steel uh I, they're not omnibuses, they're collections. Yeah. Um, the last time we covered Superman was... Uh, it, it was a bit ago. We did um, the Man of Steel issues back in uh, episodes 266 and two se- through 271. Don't know why I can't talk. Uh, and then we covered the first volume, the rest of the volume, uh, in episodes 437 through 442. Uh, so we're we're continuing on here. This is we're going to be going through uh, about ten issues, um, and this is going to cover Superman, Action Comics, and Adventures of Superman. Um, I I mean I, it's going to be Superman five through eight, Action uh, five eighty eight through five ninety one, and Adventures four twenty nine and four thirty. But we're also going to be touching on Legions of Superheroes. Uh, 37 through 38. Um, and these were all, like I said, printed by DC. If it's Superman, you know it's DC. Uh, back in 1983, uh, 87. 87. 87. The writers of, collectively for all of it, is John Byrne, Marf Wolfman, and Paul Levitz. The pencils was done by John Byrne, Jerry Ordway, Greg LaRouche, and Eric Larson. Inks were done by Carl Kessel, Jerry Ordway, Dick Giordano, John Byrne, Keith Williams, Mike DiCarlo, Arnie Starr, P. Craig Russell, Bob Smith, Jose Marnez Jr., and John Betty. Betty. Uh, and then colors are Tom Zuko, Michelle Wolfman, Anthony Tolan, Carl Gafford, uh, and then letters was John Costanza and Albert de Guzman. A lot of people. But this is also, like, we're only covering half of this volume. Yeah. Next episode, you guys listen to, we'll cover the last half, the last 11 issues. So, let's jump into these first two issues, which is one little mini arc here. Superman versus some mummy thing that turns out to be a robot, that turns out to be the collective conscious of a people that lived here Half a million thousands of years before, you know, half a million years ago. Yeah. 500,000 years prior to like any known civilization. Except they um, had people with them still. So, I mean, yeah, right. Like the, the people in that group were slaves, but then those people also infected this alien race. 
No, no, which no. It's not alien race because they were from Earth. Yeah, right? they said they were from Earth. They said they were perfect beings, and but their perfection is what killed them because they had no uh, bacteria in their bodies because they were so perfect that when the... Oh, so they had no immune system. Gotcha. Yeah. Perfect beings. Yeah. Perfect beings. Oh, so they are... Never mind. I'm not going to go there. Aryan race. Um, oh. <laughs> I went there. Sorry. Um... Wait, was but, that, what was the name of that race, actually? <laughs> Hitler's Perfect Men. Um, or Trump's Perfect Men. Wait, sorry, anyway. Um, oh, you know what we forgot about, though? We right forgot about the... Superman being super horny. Super horny for Wonder Woman. I get it. Oh, yeah, no, I don't blame him one bit. But I will definitely say that the first, I don't know, five issues. Superman's having wet dreams about. Uh, everybody, Diana. literally everybody. Yeah. Like, the, the Superman issues, he is all for Wonder Woman. In the adventure issues, he's all for Cat Grant. Yeah. For the action issues, he has a thing for Lois, but, I mean, that's really... I mean, he's had a thing for Lois forever. Yeah. But also, in the action issues, he uh, he meets up with Hot Girl and Arissa from the Green Lanterns. Arissa, however you say your name. So, I, I guarantee he was probably trying to bang those guys, too. If, you know, Carter Hall and uh, Hal Jordan weren't around. <laughs> Which is really weird because Arisia is like 14, I think. Ew. Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah. What's creepier is Hal Jordan is, is banging her, but that's a whole different thing. Maybe, maybe it's like uh, different races in... Uh, um, I mean, it's... Like Pathfinder it, and D&D where, you know, like... Uh, well, like, yeah. we, measure, we measure it rotations around the sun... And if that's how you measure it, maybe she's 14 on Earth, whereas on her home planet, she's like 37. I don't know. Yeah. Let's, just for let's, rotations around. Yeah. Let, let's just try to help Hal out there. Yeah. No. I don't know why we should. Yeah, I mean, the horn dog. Uh, <sighs> but this, these first two issues, uh, Superman 5 and 6, like we said, Superman, Clark, he rushes off to, I think, some... South uh, America somewhere. Some civilization in South America where Lois is at. And um, she comes across, she's talking to this doctor who finds a, um, this like hidden temple inside the temple. It was underneath the pyramid. They found like a, a cavern that the ancestors of the people that were there had dug down into that they had found that was there like we said, 500,000 years before uh, the now. new people built the... Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do like how Lois is all crabby with Clark for just showing up out of the blue. Uh, especially when he says, oh yeah, Superman dropped me off. Like, yeah. Oh, Superman, Superman's your your lap dog? I see how it is. But crap, he, he can be my lap dog. What? Superman's my bitch. <laughs> he does what I want him to. It, I mean, this is so. This is the bad thing, especially in these early issues of John Byrne's run on Superman. Um, Clark has no, like, I'm not gonna say no chance, but he doesn't realize that he's him. Him trying to keep a secret identity isn't working. Like no it's shit. just it's stupid. He's doing like the worst job ever. It's like he wants to be found out, especially oh, by Lois. Oh no! I hope nobody finds out I'm Superman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but because there's like an issue. Uh, what issue is it? 
Um, oh, Action nine, 590, where he is on a uh, like a, a walkway, and then the bar breaks. He falls into chemicals. Well, I mean, he, it's chemo, but still, he falls into chemicals, like this acid chemical thing, and he's like, oh, no, I'm fine. Uh, yep, I'm fine. Weird. So what happened was... Uh... <laughs> okay, but we'll, we'll get there here in a little bit. Yeah. So they end up going into the the temple itself. Uh, there's a cylinder that this doctor found that Clark is looking at, and um, once... They get into the temples like, oh yeah, so the cylinder here, it uh, it'll perfectly fit that that artifact that you have, or that this hole will perfectly fit that cylinder you have, Mister Kent or Senior Kent. Uh, so here, let's I'll show you. It's like, or or not. Let me show you how to stick this in the hole. <laughs> it's obviously a key for something, but for what we don't know. So let's open it up. Sure, I mean, why not, right? Why why the hell not? But when they put it in there, this giant mummy-looking creature uh, comes smashing through the wall. And um, so I know everybody likes to um, put throw around the, the picture of Apocalypse and Rogue on the ground looking at Apocalypse. And then you see Rogue's ass. Yeah. Similar situation here. The mummy's standing in the in the background. You got Lois in the foreground, and her ass just kind of right there, like. Yeah, but Lois ass ain't got nothing on Rogue's ass. Not not in night, not in the uh, X Men <laughs> cartoon. You are correct. But I'm just pointing it out. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. And then you know Superman gets blasted by these, or I'm sorry, Clark Kent gets blasted by these laser beams protecting Lois, but doesn't get hurt. Oh no! It hits the ground. That's what it does. But him getting crushed by all of the um, rubble. By the rubble that he intentionally knocked down. Right. Again, he is doing a terrible job hiding his secret identity. (sighs) But, uh, yeah, no, he he faced off against this this mummy monster. Um, Also, I'd like to point out where he pushes Lois away from the um, uh, stuff crumbling. Yeah. He would have broken her back pushing her that hard. Right. As quickly as he did. Uh Uh-huh. And there's no guarantee that she would have been clear of the rubble. Correct. So, again, Superman sucks. I mean, but I love him. <laughs> but he sucks. Uh, just kidding. He's he's fine. Uh, ultimately, though, he does stop. Well, he he thinks he stops the this mummy beast uh, creature, whatever you want to call him. Uh, and once the Lois and the group, the um, excavators get through, they, they find Clark, and she doesn't put together... Superman with with no glasses on and the hair tussled like a Superman tut like it she doesn't is, put it together real quick. Well, and the fact that you know his clothes are all ripped up, but he doesn't have a single wound on him. No scratch. Yeah. Yep. Nope. It's fine. Totally fine. Um. But when uh, the one guy, there's, there's a guy who's searching for something. He doesn't really know what. Uh, he comes across the mummy unwrapped and it looks like a giant robot. Robot. I mean, really literally, he's a robot. Robot. <laughs> um, and then the next issue, this one was annoying because they kept... Bouncing like, I, back I'm all for a good story going from the present to telling how they got here when done correctly. I, I feel like this was not done correctly. No, because the way they bounce through it, uh, the, the it doesn't make sense. 
Well, and then it's, it's, it, it, I, I don't know because you open up to him getting beat by the beat to the ground. You can assume it's the robot. Yeah. But then we jump back to him waking up. It's been a couple days. Lois is looking at the Superman outfit. Um, but she's talking all weird like, and then we do a quick little recap of the last issue. Um, which was also super fucking annoying. Yeah. Well, I get it for these were public published monthly. Yeah. So it's if all, you didn't get, <laughs> if you didn't get the issue prior and you start reading here, all right, cool. You get what happened. Um, but with this collection that we're reading, having a whole page dedicated to it was annoying. Uh, it gets really annoying later on when, um, during the four, four issue crossover with Legion, when they have like three pages that is literally just copy paste. Yep. Cause you know, I mean, uh, but, honestly, but that one makes sense because that's a Legion and then Superman. So if you true. didn't, if you didn't read, them, pick up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but it's not something we're not used to because that's something you run into with comics all the fucking time. Yeah, but I definitely feel like in the eighties, nineties, they did it more. Well, yeah, well, they had to well, because you're crossing over everything from everything else all the fucking time. Yeah. Yes. Nowadays, it's if you don't pick up that issue, they'll make a quick reference to it, and then you have to go find it that to issue. actually get the complete story. Yep. So, um. So Superman wakes up talking with not Lois because it is some the a creature from the robot. This is part of the alien race. Uh Agziar. Agziar? Yes. I don't know how to say the name. I don't uh, know. They've they've got so many um uh apostrophes. apostrophes in there that I don't know if it's pronounced A X Air or if it's Axier or A X Air makes more sense with the apostrophes. Because, like, if you say John jo- John Jones, it's, it's actually John Jones. Yeah. But quickly say it John Jones. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, But we'll say not Lois, because I don't want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, uh, all, these, uh, all these alien minds speak English, so we were able to understand what was going on. Right. <laughs> yep. Uh, we jump back to Superman, get his ass beat by the robot, then back to Superman putting his clothes on. Yep. Uh, ultimately, what what it is is they get the monologue of the aliens saying, "Yeah, we were here five hundred thousand years ago. The humans were our slave primitives. They called them were our yeah. slaves, but then, then they, they us killed us. Yeah, so we made this collective robot monster that will save us all. Um, and we're gonna go populate. We're gonna go to like the most populous city and and uh, destroy everything and." Well, we're going to take great. over their bodies, and then we're going to take over the world. And Yeah. I, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Superman beats the monster, the, the robot, by tricking it. Um, Which was so dumb. Well, because so they made a comment earlier that they didn't take over his body because he was unconscious. And the body has to be conscious for them to get into it. Which I find interesting, because at the very end, he is pretending to be unconscious and they're all no, fighting pretending to be dazed i thought is it dazed Let i me think check so. here. um he does not resist his functions continue at a reduced level show him conscious but okay yeah but dazed okay cool fine you're you are correct okay i thought so i'll say because i 
I that was one of the things when they first like when they pick him up out of the rubble at first. I'm like, oh, that's that's you know. Silly, well, it, I mean, but that makes I guess it makes it's it's stupid, but it still makes sense because if he was unconscious and he's faking being unconscious and they're trying to fight who's going to take him, and yeah. that's how they stop the monster is is because oh they have they can't work together. Okay. No, because they they are a selfish and uh, oh, what the hell do you say? They're they're selfish and um, they represent the worst of the lot. They refuse yeah. to help each other. Um, yeah, basically that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on to the next issue in the book. It is Adventures of Superman. Number 429. And this is him being super horny for Cat. Yeah. Like, so, much... so horny for Cat, in fact, that he flies across the uh, states to um, bully her ex-husband. Yeah. Yep. To like... let Cat see her son. Yeah. Although I will say this. Um, I have read the comics. I've read comics um, after the death of Superman and the return of Superman where Adam is evolved. Uh, spoiler alert. She gets full custody. <laughs> oh, the dad must've actually really been into drugs then, huh? Um, either that or he gets killed off because let's, let's be honest. Superman in this Almost issue was right trying here. to kill the father and son because yeah, he didn't know this, this creature. What was his name? Um, um co- concussion concussion. Um, who I did like that this was a callback to the circle from yeah. the previous volume. And also, I'm pretty certain that um, Deuce from the uh, Fearsome Five yeah. is also a member of the circle. Because she was talking about when they're, she's trying to kill Superman, how you she wrong, you wronged my people, you wronged whatever, you, because they need to die. He has no idea what he, she's he, she's talking about, so I'm I'm because that fell under the Adventures of Superman title. I'm thinking it is her connecting to the circle. Yeah, you're probably right. So it makes sense. But I like that. Like this is something because it's something that the uh, Spider-Man comics tried to do during the Clone Saga was tell the overarching story while trying to tell their own thing in their own titles, but it failed because nobody cared about that part. They cared about the overarching clothes saga, which was just a mess, but that was also four different issues run by four different writers. Yeah. Try and do it all. This is three different issues run by two guys, but they're actually working together, which definitely helps a it, lot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is, let's see here. So the concussion shows up to Superman as he's talking to, uh, Morgan, I believe the guy's name is, um, because Kat gave him, I'm not going to say a sob story because this is a legit story. It, it, she lost custody of her kid because the guy, she, according to what Morgan said, she didn't even contest it. Correct. But she, in her eyes, she didn't have a chance because of all the people Morgan basically, I'm not going to say paid off, but 
put in a position. Probably blackmailed. Yeah, exactly. Put in a position to uh, go with him and not her. So it um, it basically is is stacked against Cat, but at the same time, she could have she could have tried something, but didn't. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but here we are. Clark is. And he doesn't even understand why he's doing this. Like he, yes, he likes Cap, but Superman should not be involved in her problems. Yeah. But for whatever reason, here he is, and because he went and talked to this to Morgan, concussion found him and almost killed Morgan and Adam because of it. Because Superman is there. Well, um, and then Superman's like, "Oh, I can't, I can't leave because uh, I don't, it, you know." I don't want to. I don't want to leave the kid and his dad because I need to take him to the hospital. But what am I supposed to do about this guy that keeps beating me up? Yeah. Well, that and then after once he's done fighting concussion, Adam's like, "No, get away from my dad! You tried to kill him! No, no, no! Stop this!" Yeah, the kid's pretty dumb. Well, I mean, he's, Superman honestly, tried. He's probably being manipulated by his dad. I don't know. I'm just going off the context I know of Adam the character because my knowledge of him, he's with Cat. Gotcha. So we'll see. I don't know. We'll we'll get to it in the future, probably, maybe. Um. Yeah, that's really most of it. Cat does get to go see Adam, which I guess is nice. Uh, but then we also I I I have written down here um, Superman's shit face at the very end of the uh, issue. Yeah, yeah. It looked terrible. Uh huh. Um, all right, so on to the next issue, which is next two Action issues. Comics 588 and 589, right? Yes, sir. So this one is, this is actually connected, uh, 588 is connected to a Hawkman story that's going on. Um, it actually is smashed in between Hawkman 10 and 11 because Superman is flying through, uh, what is it? not Star City. Midtown? Midtown, no. thank you. Is it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's mid. Yeah, I think you're right. Um. Yeah, mid Midway City, Midway City. There we go. Um, and it's where the Hawks live. Uh, we had somewhat of a running with Thanagarians in Swamp Thing. Yeah, for um, like half a second. So you know we are you are now familiar with Thanagarian race and and Hawk people and their assholes. Yeah, those are assholes. These guys are. Here for to save Earth, I guess. Um, so I don't know what exactly is going on in the Hawkman book, uh, but the context is there's a Thanagarian war legion fleet that is about to. A fleet of Thanagarian ships that are going to wipe humanity off the face of the Earth, I guess. Yeah, or destroy Earth in general. I'm not entirely sure. Well, they they talked about just uh, killing all the life on Earth, all the humans, so they could take over it or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm just. I'm still kind of confused about how Carter Hawkman just takes his wings off of the one guy that got captured and then puts it back on his back like it's no no big deal. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't I, know that their wings uh, weren't part of them. So, well, and that's <laughs> that's the beauty of of the Hawkman mythology. Is it nobody knows? Oh. Nobody knows because it, no, seriously, it keeps changing. Anytime there's like a crisis or an event that like shifts the DC universe, 
Hawkman's origins change. <laughs> um, they did try and fix it here recently within the last maybe five to ten years. Um, and th- that story actually wasn't terrible, but uh, kind of confusing still. So, yeah. But yeah, so uh, they use this bad guy's ship. What the fuck is this guy's name? Uh, doesn't matter. Yeah, it really doesn't. We're matter. not touching Hawkman books. Yeah, they use. We his... should though. That'd be so much fun. <laughs> they don't look like they'd be fun. They're not fun. Um, I do. So I remember there was a um, a storyline uh, for the annuals that I was trying to get. I think it was Armageddon two thousand one, which we will read because I do like that. It's a really good uh, collection of stories. But like the last one I needed was like the Hawkman annual. And I found it at a small convention here in town, like, a decade ago. And the guy's like, why would you want that issue? Like, who cares about the Hawkman? <laughs> I'm like, I don't care about them, but this this issue is part of a story that I need. Yep. Like, I don't blame you for saying that, but it's part, like, I need my complete but, but collection of this. Gonna be, it's going to be a complete collection, yeah. Exactly. And that's back when I was collecting single issues like crazy. I've actually kind of slowed down on that, and now I'm going to. I'm not even. I've actually slowed down on trades. I'm starting to collect the the like omnibuses and massive just collections. They're so much easier to have and to move. They and... really are. They actually look better on my shelf too. Yeah. It's all even. Yeah, nice. that is that is a nice that? change right there. I do see that. It that looks right fancy. It's beautiful. Um. But anyways, back to the comic. Uh, they take the Superman throws the ship into orbit because it doesn't have the power to get out to space. But once it's in space, it'll be fine. Tell me how that works. Then we get a little bit of foreshadowing with this uh, guy over here that can bite beef. I don't know. They can I... turn. They can alter himself into any other thing. They made him look. He made himself look like Superman once, and that's why they got the idea to call Superman. Um. Something's trying to control their ship uh, out from outside Which, the ship. I found that interesting because I mean, again, we I don't we don't know what that is. We'll probably never know because, like I said, I'm not gonna read the Hawkman books. But I, I find it interesting because in the later issues of what we're covering, something similar happens to Superman. Yeah. So I I don't know if that was a a thing that hey we wrote ourselves into a hole hole here. So hey, you're being controlled. <laughs> sure, we'll, get, we'll go with that. Um, but they fly the ship into the fleet. Superman tries taking out all the guns um, on the ships, but he's not, you know. I mean, it's There's a fleet. too many ships. Yeah. Like... And the Hawk um, team, <laughs> I don't know, the Hawk duo, whatever you want to call them. Um, the Hawks, just say the Hawks. That'll work. They uh, also try blasting some of the guns off, but they're like, oh, we're never going to get through these before they destroy ever all life on Earth. And then Hawkman's like, oh, but what if we do the Overlord Protocol? And she's like, no, not the Overlord Protocol. And he's like, yes, the Overlord Protocol. And then she's like, but what about Superman? He's like, eh, fuck that dude. Um, well, they, they do message him to try and get him back to the ship. True. But like we said earlier, the ship is being controlled externally. And so when, they, uh, when he's starting to get close, the ship takes off in a different direction. And it's like, oh, wait, why am I, I'm going over here now? Okay, cool. Bye. <laughs> um, but then we get this little scene where like Hawkman is out on the like wing of the plane or whatever or the spaceship, right? Yeah, he's trying to because there's a the hole got hole got shot and he's trying to fix it. 
Yeah, before they he's gotta fix it shoot off. power to work so they can do the yeah. Overlord thing. And Hawkwoman's talking to Hawkman inside. But how oh, can no. I be inside and outside? I didn't she's like, I didn't even hear the AirPod or whatever. And he's like, That's because you'll never hear anything again. And it's a bad guy. And she's like, Oh, I should have known you weren't um whatever I... Hawkman's real name is. And uh Carter. There we go. Uh now, again, if we had read, if they had thrown in issues 11 or 10 and 11 of, of Hawkman, maybe this would have been a more compelling story. I doubt it, but it might have been. I mean, you're you're correct, but we would have we would have had the a, 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 the full an story actual story. Going on. Yeah. yeah. So it honestly, it, it's a whatever they uh, Superman tries to get back into the ship. But he's not going to be fast enough because the ship, like I said, is going off in a different direction. They hit the button to do the Overlord protocol. And what it ultimately is, is they do this thing. By them hitting the Overlord button, it activates all the hyperdrives to all the ships and yeah, shoots it, them in different, all in different directions. Which, I mean, that's a really good thing to, to have. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but... It also, also pulls Superman away with him. Yeah, he gets thrown God knows where. Um, actually, Action Comics number 589 knows where. <laughs> uh, that's uh, in the path of the Green Lantern Corps. 400,000 light years away from the planet Earth is where yeah. he got pulled to. To where the who we found underage teenager is um, <laughs> flying around trying to find a planet for some worms. Yep. Then she finds uh, Superman floating there and dead in sp- almost dead in space. Yeah, brings him back to their little space citadel thing that they have going on while they're searching for this new hospitable planet. Um, Kilowog like looks massive in this issue too. Yeah, yeah, he does. Like, kind of ridiculously so. Yeah. Well, you know, they have to show how big he is compared to Superman, I guess. <laughs> Um, but but they're you know Superman's like yeah look it's the Green Lanterns just who I needed uh, Earth's being attacked by a fleet of ships and they're like Superman there's no ships on Earth you're you're are you high is the lack of oxygen from being out in space affecting you and he's like no really there's a threat and they're like well I mean there's this big green blob but that doesn't look like a ship to us and Superman's like yeah that's the thing we got to stop is the big green blob. <clears throat> Fuck you, Hawkman. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, the fact that that I, unless they were on like opposite sides of the planet, I I, pre- I feel like if you were out there, you would saw this other threat coming to Earth, and Hawkman could have actually tried and take care of it, but no, he's got to go back to Midway City apparently and say fuck all to space. That's not my jurisdiction. Yeah, that seems legit. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Superman, Superman tries to convince the Green Lanterns to go help him. This is where Killwalk's like, no, we have to help these worms. And Superman's like, uh, right. So anyways, can I get half of you? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, but we're going to send you the less cool half. No. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, so, uh, what, Sarlacc, is that his name? Uh, Sarlacc? The, um. Uh, hold on. Excuse me. Do 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 do. Select, yeah. 
Um, he, I have read enough Green Lantern comics to know that in he gets like promoted to being like a chronologer, chronologer, chronicler. There, that thing. Yeah. Um, so he stays on Oa more than he actually is out in space anymore. Um, but Arisia, like I said, she w- is with Hal at the moment. Uh, this other one, uh, Katmu 2, her and Jon Stewart are uh, a thing. They're dating. Um, I can tell you right now, that doesn't end well. <laughs> for future future story for for us, um, but that's who they send. They send those four with Superman to take care of this ball of green something. But then they also have to point out that um, yellow is the Green Lantern's weakness. My only weakness. How did you know the color yellow? And Superman's like, "Don't worry. It looks like the whole thing's green." And they're like, "Actually, that's a blue." covering over a yellow thing and that makes yellow and oh my god we're all gonna die and then superman's like don't worry i'll just save everybody because you guys are useless he he makes a comment here he says my powers aren't hindered by color and i'm like that's because it's not racist yo sure (laughs) i mean i guess that's a good thing but he's with he's with pink and yellow yeah Yeah, literally. So whatever. Anyway. Wait, wait, wait. How does the yellow chick even get to use the Green Lantern ring at all? Wouldn't she be her own weakness? Well, but she's not. She's got white gloves and green legs or green boots, so she can punch. Th- she can't punch through the the shields. Right. Right. Well, actually, I was talking about like earlier when she was like you know using things that were like sitting on her head because her hair is also yellow. Right. I don't know. She's uh she's she's not a natural blonde, I guess. Blonde is not actually yellow. <laughs> she's uh she's a platinum blonde, maybe. There you go. Anywho, um, but yeah. so the most useful thing that any of the uh, lanterns do is uh, Hal makes a big huge propeller to uh, blow all the smoke away from the planet, so they can see Superman again doing everybody else's job. Yep. And then well, like, well, but Arisia is attacking. So Superman's attacking all the yellow tendrils. Arisia is attacking the ground, which turns out to be earth soil. Yeah. And you're like, well, how the hell did that happen? And then oh, we wait. remember back to the Phantom Stranger. Yes, and, another uh, connecting issue, which, again, I like. I really yeah. do like this. He's suffering the consequences of his own actions. Yep. And then they're suffering the consequences of his own actions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, you know, they end up beating uh, enough of them to get them the, where the Green Lanterns can wrap the planet in a planet mover or something like that well so well no, they push it into outer space because apparently it's just been in earth's orbit for the last i don't know couple months yeah and, well, and it was it was in the sun's orbit and it was gonna catch up with earth and cro- or collide or something and but because thing, it was though, in the but okay how big is the sun's orbit i'm pretty sure the sun's orbit does not reach all the way into earth actually well, hold it, on yeah it does that's how we stay here, Joey. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Sorry. I realized okay. what I said as soon as I said it. You've read too many comic books. You don't understand how real logic works. You're not wrong. <laughs> so I guess they just pushed the, the space up into, or the, that little rock up into, like, 
they pushed it away from uh, the like where the sun was no longer keeping it warmed, uh, and then all the bacteria died. But then they found so out the that murderers after the, gotcha. Yeah. Then they found out that after all the bacteria died, it made the perfect plant for their planet for their worm friends. All they had to do is get the uh, big guy to make a uh, atmosphere or something around it. And, What's really uh, good though is these worm guys have a bunch of food down there too. All the dead bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you remember, that monster was a like graveyard that yeah, Superman yeah. threw. Because that, that's how they know what it is. Because he's like, oh, it's a tombstone. Uh, that was my bad, dog. <laughs> I think I did this. I'm not sure. But what really fucking just when the Green Lanterns are all like, oh, we'll combine our rings to do this. We don't have enough power. And Superman's like, you guys use the power, Will. Watch this, bitches. And he, he grabs like, all their hands and like pushes them together, and then amplifies their power with his own will. But don't you have to be attached to the rings to get that to work? Um, I would go along with the lines of saying that he's touching the hands that are touching the rings. So, well, because like... actually, well, here's the thing: it's the most willpower, and. I know that in more recent issues, uh, the like Batman has taken the ring off of Green Lantern numerous times because he he tricked Green Lantern to lose his willpower. Or like he he had Batman had more will than Superman did at that point or something. So or then Green Lantern, I mean. So it, it's highly possible that by him connecting to these people gave them the willpower to beat them I, to I join them I, I don't know it turns out that the real treasure was the friends they made along the way um, and the plan they made for the worms that's um true. and then the, that's the end of this episode issue issue Fuck. yeah we don't do that anymore right <laughs> we don't do that anymore um oh yeah Superman so this, this is probably a good time to to let you guys know that we are part of the professional casual network you know 40 minutes into our recording it's fine hey. I already told him we're the casual part of this. We definitely are very casual. Professional would have been saying that at the beginning. Casual is saying it 40 minutes in. <laughs> hey, at least it's 40 minutes in and not, you know, the very end of the episode like we have. I mean, been. we can do that too. We'll probably still do that. So the next issue is Superman getting really horny for Wonder Woman still. Dude, and not only that, but he's got this, uh, uh, well, I guess we'll get into that. I, I thought he was going to try to bang her too is all I'm going to say. Rampage? Oh yeah, no, guaranteed. Uh, he saw a woman, tall woman, and it's like, huh, He's like, man, that woman just knocked that. my fucking face off. That means she could probably take some dicking, too. Well, no, like, he before he even, like, he, he carefully walks up there to her. Okay, so what happens is Lois is at this, um, this plant. It's a, that, it's a new energy source, a bioenergy source that's using algae to produce energy, but... One of the doctors there is a psychopath and decides he's gonna, you know, beat on the system yeah, to... Like, prove that he was right that it was not good i th- it just shows the dickness of this doctor that he's gonna exploit the problem instead well, of trying to help solve the problem of course he is because there was a woman that you know did a job better than he did therefore he had to ruin it for her yeah yeah i can okay um but by him doing that he inadvertently sets off this explosion which you're led to believe, and at no point did I ever believe this, no. that Lois got caught in the blast and she became this rampaging monster. Um, but yeah, super, it's actually the doctor is who it is. 
Yeah. And Superman cautiously goes up to her to try and talk to her, to try and get her number. Yeah. And he's like, she he's says like, no oh. and beats him down. Well, Not first off, it's because he touches her. You aren't supposed to walk up there and touch him. You're supposed to uh, you know, ask consent first. You're not wrong. And she teaches him about consent multiple times. Yeah, and I mean, obviously he doesn't care about consent. He wraps her up in the in the building. It's like, stay there. Yeah. I'll like, come oh, play with you super, later. Superman horny, make fleshlight. Oh. <laughs> so wrong. And yet. <laughs> and yet. Um... But they fight, and she keeps getting stronger and stronger because she's ingested all the algae, and she is now... Well, it's also, she's taking in, in like, the, the solar sun. energy. Yeah. And, uh, but there's, unlike Superman, who takes it in slowly, she's taking it in all at once, and she's going to explode. Yeah, and when she gets to the height where her cooch is right by his face, did you see the look on Superman's face? He's like, oh, giggity. <laughs> Crush me in those thighs, mommy. Oh, <laughs> I mean, look. I'm and not then she blasts no. him into space because, again, he's being a fucking pervert. Oh, <laughs> but also he's able to suck all of the energy out of her. Um, and then he goes flying into a, a lightning storm to discharge all the solar energy. Yeah. Um, and then we jump three days into the future, and Clark shows back up. Lois is still has a... Where have you been, Clark? Oh, I've been with Superman, because he needed me for things and stuff. Because I'm definitely not Superman. I just disappear and reappear whenever he does also. So, there's that, but don't I've... think anything into that, because I'm definitely yeah, not sense. Superman. Totally makes sense. Um, It's... It's fine. Actually, and they do point out uh, at the very end of this that we'll find out where he was in the next issue of Superman, um, which I think is kind of kind of cool. But at the same time, like, maybe should have told that story first. Yeah. They, they definitely could have just thrown that, like, right there. Yeah. But either way, like, it's, comics have done that forever. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll release an issue, but like, oh, go check out... This issue coming out in two weeks for the full story. You know, or, or just release the issue now. Yep. Yep. Um, okay, so action, or now we're on to Adventure Comics of Adventures of Superman, Adventures number of 30. Superman. Uh, 4.30, yeah. Yeah. And we are introduced to the Fearsome Five in this one. This is the second iteration of the Fearsome Five. Uh, we actually saw them in an old, pretty sure we saw them in an old Teen Titans comic. I think you're right. I can't remember. We haven't do- touched on Teen Titans in a while. We actually, I should probably bust those guys out again here soon. Uh, but yeah, it, it consists of Gizmo, Mammoth, Shimmer, and the two newest members, Charger and Deuce. And like I had <laughs> Deuce, yeah, like that I had said, the shit. It was a female. It's a that girl. girl's the shit. <laughs> Uh, but she is, I, like I said earlier, I think she's part of the circle because at one point when she's trying to kill Superman, she's talking about how you don't know my power. What she say here? Uh, nope. Go, go, go. Here we go. Uh, my power is greater than you imagine. Whatever I think of becomes reality. Um, until now, I've held back. Let the others try to destroy you. Blah, blah, blah. For your crimes against my people, you are sentenced to death. And that's when Superman's like, I don't know what you're talking about. What crimes? What people? And he's like, okay. Um, 
But ultimately, it the fearsome five are they're they're criminals. You know, they they mainly fight the the Titans, Teen Titans. Um, if you have watched either the Teen Titans cartoon or even Teen Titans Go, uh, the Hive Five is a is an iteration of the fearsome five. Okay. Um, so like in Teen Titans, there was Gizmo, Mammoth, uh, Jinx. Um, oh crap, Billy Duplicate, uh, and Igor, I think, and maybe a couple other people here or there. Doctor Light was part of the team. Um, but yeah, so Gizmo, Shimmer, and Mammoth are all like, yeah, we're gonna stop Superman because, and they actually do a really good job. But I also feel like that is part of Superman is having trouble with his dual identities. He's having trouble like juggling everything. So he's he's not only is he um, failing in his time being Clark as a reporter, he's coming up short being a superhero as, as Superman. But while those two are just trying to stop Superman, Charger and Deuce are trying to kill Superman and even Gizmo's like, dude, we're not killers. We're just, we're, we're thieves. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Which is something similar. Like villains with a code. I like, which is one thing I liked about the, um, the rogues in flash. They don't kill. If they, if they can avoid it, they don't kill. They just rob everything. Yeah. They're, they're not, they're, they're just fighting against a system of injustice called capitalism. Exactly. So they're doing it the they're not doing it the best way. Well, they're doing it the way that needs to happen. Anyway, um, yeah. So ultimately, it's just really that he's fighting the fearsome five. Um, he can't keep his identity straight, and he has to. Go, same time he um, he's setting up a anniversary party for Mom and Paul Kent that he's trying to get to but can't. Um, and even everybody in town's like, hey, your boy Clark's supposed to be here. I don't know why he's not here. So the entire party, hey, where's your son? Hey, this, why isn't he here? He did all this. And both Martha and Jonathan are just like, man, I, re- I wish Clark was here, but I know why he's not here. You know? Yeah. And even Lana. Lana's like, I mean, yeah, it would be great for him to be here, but I get what's going on. You know, he can't be here. So, like, something has taken his attention, obviously. Yeah. So when he does finally show up, he is like he is broken because he's let he's let his parents down, he's let the town of Metropolis down, he's let all these people down. And Paul's like, dude, you're an idiot. Stop trying to put everything on your shoulders. Just do what you can do. Yep. You know? And he I mean, he talks them into finally realizing, all right, cool, I've I've basically juggled too much i've i've done too much i'm gonna step back and i'm gonna reassess and because he does that he's able to find the fearsome five and ultimately beat them to a pulp uh with very minimal effort the slingshot that he like fabricates out of bits and pieces yeah i'm just like you gotta be fucking shitting me I mean, it would have been smarter for him to, oh, I don't know, use his heat vision, but... Um, but then he wouldn't have been able to make that fancy slingshot. Yeah. And there were probably, after this, uh, there were probably a bunch of kids that made uh, slingshots out of their like little erector sets or whatever. 
But you also talk about this is the eighties. They're making slingshots back in the like fifties and sixties because they had nothing else to do. That's true. So hell, I, I remember mean, as a kid trying to find sticks. Yeah, that, I used to make slingshots all the time. Yeah, that had the Y in it so I can do a slingshot. I never could. But I also wasn't uh trying to fight villains with it, so Good point. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, what ends up happening here is Superman, both Clark and Superman save the day. Superman beats the five, and Clark gets a byline on, uh, or headline on Daily Planet. So, yay. Okay, so our next issue is Action Comics, number 590. Uh, and this is what I was talking about earlier, about how Superman breaks a walkway and falls into a chemical vat. Yeah, but he's fine. Totally fine. Totally fine. Yeah. Um, He's like, man, I do... that, was, that was weird. And the guy's like, yeah, you probably should be dead, but... Oh. I actually have written down here Joker origin, so... <laughs> um, which is funny, because I know we're not covering it in this section, but in the second half of this, there is a Joker-like Superman that walks through town, so... Creepy. Yeah. Um, but having said that... um. DC really needs some OSHA standards for their chemical companies. We're talking about. I mean, come on. They Joker's did a great job. Into the vat. Harley jumped into the vat. <laughs> um, Superman just fell in there. Catwoman fell into that vat of cats. The penguin fell into that vat of penguins. I was um, hoping you'd go there. <laughs> <laughs> Victor Freeze fell in that vat of ice cubes. <laughs> Poison Ivy fell in that bad leaves. Yeah, I get you. Um, yeah, and, and every time it's you know they fall into these things and they become you know super villains like King Tut fell in that vat of sarcophaguses. Yep, I get you. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're not. I can't say you're wrong, but these companies are making money because they you know they cut the they they do the bare minimum. Hey, they're for just things like, like this. Hey, remember when Poison Ivy destroyed the town? That was us. Look what we can do for you. Yeah, exactly. You ever seen plants grow like that? That was our chemicals. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, we do get a quick little like history lesson, I guess, of where these chemicals came from. And it turns out that it was uh, chemo. Last time we saw chemo, which I was going to check Crisis to see if he actually is in there. I'm pretty sure he was. But he uh, was on a different planet that's a parallel Earth, if you will, during Crisis. And he got destroyed by, or his shell got destroyed by negative women. And then the earth got destroyed and, you know, crisis happened, making it all into one, one earth. And then he just washed up on the shore uh, to where this, this company got him not knowing who it was, not knowing it was chemo uh, and put him in a vat because why not, I guess. And add more chemicals, chemicals you to put him. That, and then you push Superman into it. Well, Superman fell into it. But because he is also like a human based person, his skin flakes fell off in the vat, which caused um, Chemo to reemerge himself, I guess. We'll see him in a little bit as a Chemo Superman. <laughs> um, but I, I want to talk real quick about Doc Magnus. Dr. Will Magnus, uh, and how he's fucking his, his robot. <laughs> um, because Platinum is the only one that he gave a name to. The rest of them are their element names. 
She's of, made out of platinum, isn't she? She is. Didn't. But oh, they all call her. Def- but they all call her Tina. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I, I skimmed this episode. That's fair. Um, yeah. No. He. Uh, th- so I don't know exactly what's going on because I'm sure this is connected to Metal Man issue somewhere. But he is having a. He's ha- he's being very um, abrasive to the Metal Men. Um, very very short with them. Uh, was it Tin is talking to them? Is like, hey, there's a there's something in the basement that the doctor gets nervous about when we get near that when he comes out of that room. And my initial thought was, oh, well, that's his sex dungeon with with platinum. But um, <laughs> when he was short with platinum as well, and she goes running off, I'm like, oh, maybe it's not his sex dungeon for platinum. But um, ultimately, what happens is chemo shows up. Has Superman's abilities. The metal men basically defeat him by taking the solar power away from him with Superman's help. They, um, they, they wrap themselves around him? Well, T- Tin wraps himself around him to to get so- the um, solar rays to not hit Chemo, so he loses Superman's powers, which it works, except for Chemo kills Tin. Um, and then they like make a bubble around him, which then drains Superman's abilities, which Superman then uses to, uh, him. Well, well, he pops a hole in them so that he then goes, his gas comes out, heats him up, gas comes out. The metal men, I don't, he, basically they, they kill him. They stop him. He comes back eventually. It's chemo. He always comes back. Um, and then Magnus is not gonna reform Tin because he uh, they they disobeyed his orders and left the lab. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. He's a dick. I don't know. He is a dick. But there's again, that's something else going on that I didn't care to follow because I know Same. Tin comes back. So. <laughs> uh, on to the last story arc we got here, which is. Is uh, Legion thirty seven Superman A Action four ninety one and Legion of Superheroes thirty eight, um, and it is the Legionnaires trying to go back in time to stop the Time Trapper. Uh, they do point out that Cosmic Boy uh, saw a the was it the. Uh, the time stream changing in his own miniseries. It's a four issue miniseries uh, that is connected to Legends, okay. which I think I have one, if not all four issues. I don't remember. I may have actually sold those off, but anyway. Um, but the Time Trapper, he is a individual who is an enemy of the Legion of Superheroes. Um, he is at the end of time and for whatever reason he hates the Legion of Superheroes because because they need a reason to have a supervillain that can travel through time well here's the fun thing isn't about that one of the things that their rings do is like travel them no through time or it doesn't they they oh. have they use this this time bubble which will allow them to travel through time but they don't actually so they use the time bubble initially, and we actually do get an explanation, I think, in the next issue of Superman 8. 
where they run into Superman himself and they're like, all right, so Superman may not recognize us. You don't know us, but we know you as Superboy. And they, they talk about the first appearance of Legion of Superheroes with Lightning Lad, Saturn Girl, and... Oh, crap. What's Cosmic Boy? Cosmic Boy? No, not Cosmic Boy. What is the other one? <coughs> cough, cough. Um, hold on. Sorry, sorry. You're right. Vamping, vamping. I guess I'll add this later. Um, yep. Oh, it's Cosmic Boy. Okay. I was right. So those guys are the the first uh, creators of Legion of Superheroes. They go back in time to see Superboy because that was their inspiration to make this team of superheroes. Um, because Superboy was a te- uh, you know a teen superhero. Yeah. And um, ultimately. They had this time bubble. They would go and they would have adventures with Superboy in Smallville in, I guess, when that happened in like the 60s. And then Superboy would go in the future and have adventures with them in the future. And it was just a fun little new way to tell stories. It's, it's, yeah. it's kind of kind of good. But now they're having trouble. They got to get back in time to find the time trapper and where he um, changed history. What ends up happening is they are crossing the time stream and they fall into Smallville in the, I guess, 50s or 60s? I don't know. Um, and they meet up with Superboy, but Superboy is... I, I say evil, but he's not. Like, what he ultimately does is he freezes uh, half the team... And then he goes to try and freeze the other half, but they escape and come to Metropolis in 87 with Superman. And this is what I was saying earlier, where Superman, he he's using his powers, but his heat vision, like, controls itself. Yeah, and it shoots, uh, like, it randomly shoots at the Legion, or the, um, yeah, the Legion yeah, of Superheroes. Yeah, the Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, because um, like, he's just, he's like, yeah, all I was doing is flying by and taking a look, and my eyes just randomly shot. Yeah, so these guys fight. Brainiac 5 realizes what's going on. He stops everybody. They have the talk. He explains what's going on. Superman's just like, yeah, I've never met you guys before. I don't know what's going yeah. on. Um, But what ends up happening is we figure out that it's all been a time trapper. Any time that the Legion went back in time, it was to this Earth where Superboy came out as Superboy uh, when he was a kid. And um, the Time Trapper had actually contained this Earth outside of everything uh, when Crisis was going on. So this Earth has been, with Superboy and Smallville, has been its own thing outside of the time stream that anytime the Legion of superheroes would go back in time, they were actually going here uh, instead of the actual, their actual past. Um, and I mentioned earlier how there was a complete like reprint of pages. This is what happens in the, like the last three pages of Legion when Pete Ross is trying to 
tell the legionnaires who hadn't been frozen yet to yeah. leave. It's just literally copy paste of those like three pages here. It was kind of annoying, not gonna lie. Um, but Superboy does show up and he stops those um, legionnaires along with Superman. He freezes all of them and he takes the legionnaires away while he's like, okay, Superman, I can't hurt you for reasons. Um, and so Superman goes chasing after Superboy as he's going through the time stream because apparently this Superboy can fly through the time stream on his own accord. Damn, fancy. Which, well, and that's the thing. Um, I believe it is because the Time Trapper is manipulating him and gave him this ability. Um, also, so I, w- I will talk point out here, looking into the Time Trapper, because I've, I've read comics with him in it. Okay, I um, have not. So. Obviously. The, time, the thing with the Time Trapper is, uh, he is a character that changes. Like, the Time Trapper is never the same. Okay. And Brainiac 5 has a theory on this that it's as the the time stream is is continuing and ever changing the time trapper himself like morphs into other beings because the, the time trapper I knew was in a story in Final Crisis that was a Superboy. So huh. yeah, so but then there is like this one is I think a legionnaire. That's a time trapper. So it just it changes over time depending on the story they need. So yeah, uh, but what had happened here? This this time trapper had manipulated the events of Krypton destroying Superboy coming to Earth, all this stuff, so that he would have a basically an ace in the hole for himself. And um, we get the the fight between Superboy and Superman in this version of Smallville. Uh, I have to say that Crypto is a very good boy. Um, <laughs> he is he is really awesome. Um, but what ends up happening is Superboy himself actually did not want to fight Superboy. He actually want or Superman. He wants Superman to win because he knew. That like the Legion of Superheroes are his friends. He did not want to fight his friends, um, but he couldn't just defy the Time Trapper. So he manipulated, tried to manipulate stuff to get Superman involved. And so when Superman showed up, he's like, "All right, cool, I'll help you, and we'll figure this out." And so they do. But he ultimately was just like a rousing speech for Superboy to be like, hey, you can take care of Superman or the Time Trapper. You got this. And so they dropped Superman back off in the 80s. And um, the last issue, which is Legion of Superheroes, is Superboy with the Legion facing off against the um, Time Trapper. And ultimately, Superboy sacrificed himself uh, to save his friends. And... um, Brainiac is Brainiac Five is able to save uh, that Earth with Smallville on it, so that is like somewhere else. Oh no, actually, Superboy does it. Yeah, Superboy's able to save it. So that that Earth is outside the Time Trapper's um, purview; he can't touch it anymore. But Superboy does die saving it, so 
Yeah. Uh, but that's that's it for our coverage. Um, I know one thing with Legion of Superheroes is they sometimes they're cool, sometimes they're not. Um, yeah. It all just depends on the story. I know in the 2000s there was a resurgence of the Legion of Superheroes, which was some amazing issues, um, mm-hmm. which we will cover down Imagine. the line. <laughs> um, but I do also have some bad or some, I'll say mediocre Legion of Superhero stories that we'll cover. Because you know how we love mediocre stories. I mean, if we didn't have mediocre stories, how would we make fun of them? Exactly. So with that being said, um, did you did you enjoy what you read? I know you said you didn't uh, read all of it, which is fine. The so the the first ones that I read, which I if if I would have probably if I would probably read through more of them, they might have been a little bit better. But I just kind of skimmed through the last like, well, pretty much all the uh, Legion ones. <laughs> which again, it's fair. Because uh, uh, like I I yeah I'd started reading them. I'm like uh, maybe I could just skim through and see kind of what's going on. And then I had to like go back a couple times to find out why there was you know fucking Superboy and Superman and shit like that. And... So, funny enough, um, speaking of Superboy and Superman, I came across the first or the issue of Superman and Superboy Crisis, uh, Superboy meeting for the first time, which is like a three hundred dollar issue depending on the the way it uh, looks. Yeah. Uh, I got it for like three bucks. Nice at a at a uh, convention not too long ago, and I'm like, this can't be Hell right. Yeah. Like this cannot be three dollars. No questions, just buy it. Oh. <laughs> I, oh, I did. I I had to make sure first, and uh, I think they had it marked wrong. Like they had it marked as like issue eighty six or something. Oh, speaking of speaking of, since we're on the Superman thing, my brother Tony, he had bought. Superman issue 10. He got it uh, in a uh, on Macari off a guy. Okay. Um, the cover on it, it had like a, a chunk missing out of the top corner. Um, yeah. So I, he bought it for like, I think like 60 bucks. But he, but be, it's also like issue 10, like first run, 1940 yeah. something. Or 10 would have been like 30, whatever. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting into the weeds. Um, but he goes and gets it graded, and he gets a confirmation back that the cover is issue 10. The interior is issue number two. Holy shit. So he, what would have been, after being graded, what would have been a, like, I don't know, $500 comic, jumped up to a $10,000 comic like Damn. that. All because the guy didn't like the cover itself, like was already off. It's an old issue, you know. It's yeah, it's, it's gonna happen. So now he's trying to look for a just a cover of issue two and an <laughs> interior of issue ten to try and maybe piece that together. Um, but yeah, no, he he got lucky. Like that is those are the stories you want to happen to you, but just you know, never happens. So. Yeah. I, mean, I, I I don't know. I'd probably just fucking sell that damn thing, but I, well, he he yeah, he's gonna turn around and sell it. That's that's his plan. But he's um, you know, he's he he also like I I 
tried to do that with a lot of mine. I think I had actually bought a Spider-Man comic off of him for, I think, like, I don't know, 200 that I turned around and sold for, like, 300 So, like, it, it... I have no problem, especially those older issues, selling them like that. The newer issue is a little bit different. Like, I'm never going to get rid of my Batman Damned. Because that has bat penis. I'm never going to get rid of... <laughs> I'll probably never get rid of uh, Ultimate Fallout 4. 4? 2. Whichever one Miles' first appearance was. Yeah. So, um, like, I'm never going to get rid of that right now. Um, and there's, there's I, got, I got a handful of other issues that I'm never going to... As of right now, I'll never sell. But you never know. I mean, maybe there'll be a time where I'm like, okay, I'm, I don't need this anymore. We'll see. But that being said, um, yeah, I was also like okay on these issues. It's yeah, they, they're they, fine. They weren't they weren't bad. They weren't great. They well, it's also bad. kind of why we're doing this version where we're covering as many as we did. That was ten issues we just covered. Yeah, no, in an let, hour, so that's pretty good. Yeah, and we try to cover them quick, not quick, but like just give the overview of it because while these stories are fine, there's really nothing here. Uh, we'll we'll get to stories in the future where they actually I'm not I don't want to say mean something but they connect to a bigger thing you know gotta get the bigger picture in there yeah so that being said thank you guys for listening uh, you can find us on Twitter at Comic Rundown Instagram at Comic Book Rundown you can email us comicbookrundown at gmail dot com uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcast or your podcasting app of choice. We have merch over at Redbubble and TeePublic, and our song was done by Joe Cubis. I have to—I never actually said their names for so long. It, I have to remember that. It's, it's now. really weird not hearing, you know, them being part of the Sex Turtles or part of Wreck My Podcast. It's just them. It, because, yeah. Although, um, I do plan on having—we're we're, going to have Jordan on an episode in the future. I got to get uh, in, in touch with Joe and Craiger. I want to have them on an episode in the future. I heard that nobody can get in touch with Craig because he got married and now he's uh, uh, gone. Gone. No. <laughs> I mean, I will reach out. If he does not respond, that's on him. Just saying. So, um, yeah, where where can they find you at, Ron? Uh, good at this game on Instagram, on um, TikTok, uh, Twitter. Yeah, pretty much all those places. Probably some other ones, too. I don't know. Good at this (laughs) game. You'll find me wherever I'm at. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog is available. 
On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolfwarp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild, our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.